John 6 67-69 NASP. So Jesus said to the twelve, You do not want to leave also, do you? Simon Peter answered him, Lord, to whom shall we go? You have words of eternal life. And we have already believed and have come to know that you are the Holy One of God. This morning, as I was driving into work, these scripture verses came to my mind. I don't know about you, but I find that these words that Peter spoke, so many years ago, mean so very much. I understand how there are some who question our belief and trust in Jesus. And their questioning is not off the wall. There are, undoubtedly, a lot of things to take into consideration. But there is just something about Jesus that draws us to Him in a way that is hard to put into words. There is such a huge difference, between knowing about Him, or so we think, and actually coming to know Him. Sometimes He just makes my heart cry in adoration. How does one possibly articulate that? I think it is the totality of Jesus, a combination of so many different factors, that convinces me that He is exactly who He says that He is. And I find that even the things that He did, like healing people, feeding multitudes with just the barest of food essentials, and even His ability to command the elements to obey His words, are not the prime factors that convince me, although they are undoubtedly, evidence of who He is. And don't forget those prophecies, which map out so much of what He fulfilled, which couldn't possibly be orchestrated to come together as they all did, without divine control. They do matter, but still, for me, they are just pointers to what captures my heart, once and for all. There is a connection that is hard to define, in the exchanges between Jesus and His disciples, where the humanness of Jesus and His disciples, mixed with Jesus' divinity, like this exchange between Jesus and Peter, that speaks like no other possibly can. I feel that the earnestness of Peter's words, being spoken honestly from his heart. Who can't identify with Peter, who can deny the undeniable. And then there is the unbroken focus, continually displayed, for Jesus to fulfill the will of his Father. How could an ordinary person possibly weave that into all of what Jesus said and all of what Jesus did? That relationship between the Father and the Son, and the Son and the Father, permeates the whole of the Gospels. Who could possibly miss the love that the Son has for the Father and the love that the Father has for the Son? I for one, have never seen anything like this, ever, before in my life, no matter what I have read or what I have seen. But even more, above all this, are the many words that Jesus spoke to you and me, about ourselves, and about His Father. Jesus knows me like no other, just like He knows you. He walks in light, while I walked in darkness, and He draws me, by His grace, to Himself. I marvel at His devotion to fulfill the demonstrated love of the Father, towards us. I find myself speechless, when I see what He endured. How can anyone possibly deny how extraordinary this is? There is but one light that is shown in this world and that light is Jesus. And if you can't see that, you haven't truly looked. I am convinced that if anyone truly opens the door to Jesus, nothing ever can remain the same. When we consider His words, when we allow them to touch our hearts, Jesus changes us, He draws us into Himself. And that is exactly what happened with His disciples, it could be no other way. And these disciples witnessed to what they had seen and what they had heard and they, although just common men, turned the then known world, upside down. That isn't a myth, that is history. And the crowning authentication, the defining declaration of what is truth, was not only foretold but actually happened, Jesus, after being brutally killed, and dead for three days, rose from the dead, complete with his visible wounds, and the disciples witnessed to this too. That reality changed them forever and as we know, it has changed the lives of countless millions of others, throughout the following centuries. And I haven't even touched on the Apostle Paul. There are a lot of things that I do not thoroughly understand, there are still a good number of unanswered questions that I have yet to get answers for, but I do know and believe this. 
Jesus was and is God's only begotten Son and He was sent here to show us of God's love for us, and to bring about our departure from walking in darkness, and bring us into God's light. And if we earnestly open our hearts to Him, that is exactly what God will do. Jesus told us that He will return, but His second coming back to us will not be like His first. Is His second return close? Maybe so, many think, including myself, that it is. But until Jesus returns, this is the period where God's grace is still available. If Jesus is who He says He is, then what follows next is critical. That door will close. Consider seriously which side of that door you want to be on before it closes. Knowing about who Jesus is, and coming to actually know Jesus personally, and follow His commandments, are not one and the same thing. Yet I, and many others, like Peter, have no problem whatsoever saying, Lord, to whom shall we go? You have words of eternal life. And we have already believed and have come to know that You are the Holy One of God. Worthy is the Lamb. Blessings.